Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women. Hi, everyone. This is Penny. So glad that you could join me for this podcast today. This is the last letter in our acronym for learning how to relate well to our adult children, something that I am definitively still learning. I'll briefly go over the previous letters that we've covered. R was for respect their boundaries and autonomy. E was for embrace them fearlessly. S was speak affirmation. T was treat them with tenderness. O was offer hope. R was release them from any unforgiveness issues. And the last E is ever making intercession. Sometimes I hear the words, just pray about it. And it seems kind of like a religious or well-meaning statement, perhaps maybe making you feel like, oh, you can avoid practical steps to influence or to do your part or whatever. Just, just pray about it. But when I say that prayer, and I mean a legitimate and interactive engaging with God in faith, is the bottom line solution for all of my problems and issues, I totally 100% mean it. I actually wish there was a way to communicate how I feel about this. The friendship I have with God has honestly been the catalyst for all the positive things that have become a reality in my life. I say that all the time when I'm out speaking to people, and it is the truth. If you would know me before and know me now and see the changes, you would know that they are miraculous and that I could not have accomplished them on my own. The family I have, the opportunities I have, the favor I have experienced are not just because I have a particular personality trait or I just hit it lucky. The honest truth is, without any religious ideas attached, is that engaging with God in areas where I had no ability, no strength, has turned those things around and created an entirely different outcome. So when I say that ever making intercession is the greatest tool in our arsenal as parents, I absolutely mean that. I remember so many times where, you know, oftentimes even where my kids were injured and sometimes serious. My oldest son was life-flighted when he was in a car accident where his head was uh, cut severely. Um, my other sons, Nathan, we always tease him. He was infamous for accidents. And even when he was young, one time we found him hanging out of the second story window by his hands. He decided he was going to climb out. And my youngest son has had motorcycle accidents, jumped off of uh, cliffs. I mean, so many different things. The girls haven't been quite so uh, precarious in accident type things, but whether it was things like that or where they were struggling in relationships or at school, where something had even alienated them from me or their dad, where their life seemed to be unraveling, prayer is absolutely what turned that thing around. Now, don't get me wrong. There are things in their lives that are not in the place of wholeness where God still wants to bring them to. But 
There's no doubt in my mind that prayer will also be the catalyst that will be the resource that sees that come to pass as well. I'm actually thinking of doing an upcoming podcast on engaging with God because sometimes people have shared with me that it's a struggle to truly go beyond duty and responsibility in their walk with God and to really engage in any type of friendship or what I would call intimacy, a place of, of truly believing of what, what does faith actually look like when the obstacles seem so overwhelming, what does a living active faith and prayer in faith look like? So I'm thinking about covering that or going over some things that I've learned about that in an upcoming podcast. But I cannot do the things for my kids that are needful. I can do my part. I can do the things we talked about previously in these podcasts. But when push comes to shove, I need the miraculous. I need the one who created them, who knows them, who knows their deepest challenges and issues and needs to be present and to come alongside and to intervene on their behalf. My first lesson podcast about adult children was about respecting their autonomy and boundaries. So I can't lead them like I did when they were little. I can't help them with all their struggles, their decisions, their choices. I can't do that for them anymore. And even when they were little, I could only do so much. But I know someone who could fulfill Isaiah 54, 13. All my children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the well-being of my children. In the New Living Translation, it says, I will teach all your children, and they will enjoy great peace. There's only one that can accomplish that, and it's not me. I can't jump in there. I can come alongside them. I can love them. I can be there for them. But I cannot create their well-being or give them peace. There is only one that can accomplish that, and that's our Heavenly Father. And I've lived through this. As a young girl, my, my dad had left home when I was 16. My poor mom had to put up with me. I was such a difficult young person. I was angry, I was bitter, I was reckless, I was foolish. I was not at all focused on God or his plan or his heart for me. I was rebellious. And my mom's prayers and her example literally turned that around. Um, I know that she and my grandma and my great-grandma spent time consistently praying for us kids, praying for me, and she saw the answer to her prayers. And I know that the same thing applies in regard to my children. He is our source. Ultimately, my reliance is on him. He holds their lives in his hand and we can trust them. I remember one time, um, I had a daughter who was going through some really hard times and she was very much on the edge. She was very depressed, very discouraged. And I remember waking up at five o'clock in the morning, quite a few mornings in a row, 
just full of anxiety and full of concern about, is she going to be okay? What's she going to do? She's so despairing. And in my mind, I was rehearsing every outcome, every concern. And after like probably close to a week of this, God said to me, where is your shield of faith right now that keep, is keeping those fiery darts from your heart and from your mind? Where is that? Are you applying that at all to your life? Are you even considering that? And he reminded me of a verse that was on the flyleaf of my Bible, and it was Psalm 94, 19. And it said, when my anxious thoughts multiply within me, your consolations delight my soul. And I remember just speaking that out loud quite a few times. When my anxious thoughts multiply within me, your consolations delight my soul. And I can honestly say that was the end of me waking up almost in like a complete anxiety and a horrible fear on, in regard to one of my kids. And I just made up my mind that God is my fortress. He is my shield. I have to have my faith in, you know, up and available and ready in regard to their lives. <clears throat> I cannot rescue them. I cannot save them. I cannot protect them from everything, but he can. So who do we trust? Do we trust him with them? Is ultimately he the bottom line for our hope? You know, I, I do a lot of things with my kids and for my kids. Um, they are a big focus of my life and my efforts. But again, ever making intercession, living a life that is under the shadow, under the smile, under the refuge, under the wing of God, is that's the bottom line. That is pretty much where all my hope lies. And I'm going to continue to do my part and to love them and care for them and be the best friend that I could possibly be to them. But my hope is in my God. He is faithful to me. He's going to be faithful to them. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure my relationships with them are as they should be. I'm not going to hover over them and do what we talked about as far as um, not respecting their boundaries. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try to really embrace them without fear. I'm going to speak favorably about them and to them. I'm going to try to be tender to them. I'm going to try to offer them hope. I'm going to walk in, in forgiveness toward them. I'm going to find that place again and again and again, and I will not hold a grudge toward them. I will not hold things against them that have hurt me, but ultimately I'm going to pray and I'm going to believe God to take care of my kids and to see his will come to pass in their lives. So it's been awesome talking to you about these things, about our adult children. I know many of you are also walking through these seasons in your life, and you know how challenging it can be. I'm actually hoping to get a couple of my daughters on here and to just kind of talk with them and let them share from their hearts things that have helped them or things maybe that I've done that haven't helped them. I thought that would be fun and I thought it would be practical. So I'm going to plan to do that in the next podcast, maybe even two podcasts. 
But thank you again for, for listening and for even listening to the series and hearing my heart. And uh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Flourish podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.